Hey parents, it's Robin McMahon here. Before you dive into this episode, I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to my show, Parenting Our Future. And did you know that you can watch this show as well on YouTube? If you want to watch this episode instead of listening to it, you can head over to my YouTube channel, Parenting for Connection, where you will find all of my podcast episodes as well as a library of my videos that have tips and parenting strategies on how to parent even the most difficult kiddos. You will learn how to get better behavior, better listening, so that you can feel more calm and confident in your parenting no matter what you're facing. So I hope to see you over on YouTube. Now back to the show. All right. I have a superhuman guest for real. I have Kyle Carnahan here. He's the founder of Superhuman Fathers, a community and program for men who desire to transform their lives in all areas of fatherhood as a father of five. And we're going to talk about those five kiddos of his and a husband of 20 years. Kyle has been through waves of stress, struggle, and disappointment in his relationship with his kids and family. However, after making several key decisions in his life, to be honest with himself and about his actions, he started to see incredible change. And now his passion in life is helping other men do the same. Welcome, Kyle. So happy to have you here. Yeah, thanks, Robin. Thanks, thanks for having an epic podcast and um, <laughs> letting me uh, speak my voice a little bit here. Well, we're all about parenting the future, and you're parenting five pieces of the future. Uh, yeah. So, what is this all about? Like, let's let's go back to the beginning. And where were you before this came about? And how old were you? Where were you in your in your life with your five kids, your wife? Yeah. I was a when this came about. I was working as a firefighter paramedic, and I'd I'd been about uh, about thirteen, fourteen years into that job. And uh, at the time, uh, I was working maybe three to five overtimes a month just to kind of pay the bills. I live in wow. San Diego, so you know we work ten days a month. People are like, oh, ten days a month, that's amazing. Yeah, and it would be if that was the case. Um, yeah. But at the same time, like you're not, you know, if you're a busy station, you're not sleeping for two days. So you come home, mm-hmm. you get to recuperate for a day, and then you're kind of back in the game. But then you have kind of three days off, which is pretty cool. Right. But you get forced, especially as a paramedic. You'll, you'll like, your kids have has a birthday or something. And you're like, you're going to the birthday party, and they're like, hey, you got to work today, bro. Somebody call in sick. Mm-hmm. So, so they force you to stay. And, um, you know, at some point you're just like, man, I want some control over my life. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, I got to the point where I was like, man, why, uh, why not me? Like, why can't I build something? Like, why, why can't I have some freedom in my life? You know, mm. where I don't have to like put in these availabilities to work more overtime and then get forced when I'm on an overtime. And, um, so I was like, well, I'll just learn how to be an entrepreneur. Like, I'll learn the game. So I started a supplement company. It was a pre-workout for skateboarders, which was like the worst idea ever. But, but, but I knew that, like, I was like, I'm, I want to do something I love. I love supplements. I love working out and I love skateboarding and it didn't exist. So I was like, well, let's build this. And I learned about just entrepreneurship and marketing and sales and funnels and email marketing. And I was just learning and using this as my education. 
Well, okay. So a f- c- couple things. First, I want to just say that uh, if you're watch, if you're listening to us, you might want to go to YouTube and watch us because uh, you can see how uh, fit my my friend Kyle is here. Talk about superhuman. He looks superhuman as well. Um, and your story is so familiar. I mean, a lot of what we do to change our lives and then other people's lives comes out of your own pain, right? So it sounds like you didn't have control over your life, like you said, but also that that would, that would create some tension, I would think, in your relationship with your wife, too. You've got five kids. It means you've got, like, a birthday party every couple of months, right? Yeah. <laughs> if they're spread out like that, which I, you know. Yeah, and then, you know, my wife runs a business, too. Or your mom fitness, she had it back then. So she's trying to run a business, take care of the five kids. I'm stuck at work for four days when I was supposed to come come home two days ago. Or you get called on a fire, you're gone for two weeks. Yeah. And, and so, like... Now, granted, the overtime is good, but like the problem is in the firehouse, you get stuck and you get the handcuffs because you, the overtime is good. And that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Guys elevate their Too lifestyles mm-hmm. to fit their overtime. Then they're stuck in this cycle of like being stuck at the firehouse forever. And then yeah. it affects their marriage massively because their wife's like, gee, you're never home. And when you are home as a fireman working overtime all the time. You are not a nice person. Yeah, you're you're asleep. Probably too. hitting the bottle too quite a bit. Um, you're unhealthy. You're not sleeping, and you're and you're angry. Mm. So is that what was happening with you? Were you finding yourself angry with your wife? Angry oh, yeah. in general? Angry with your angry. kids? Like is is that what was happening? Yeah, and and men in general, uh, most that I talk to struggle with patience a ton and not yelling and. Um, really verbal abuse. That's what it is. And and there, I didn't realize how much physical abuse is actually out there. I, I know now, but I was um, I was unaware of that because that wasn't a part of our life. Um, but I was uh, I'm filtering so much for you right now, just so you know. Mm. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like I say the F word a lot and oh, uh, and A words and B words and S words. So this is good. This is good discipline for me right now. But I was a mean person to my kids and my wife a lot of the time. I had a good heart. I wanted to be an epic dad and husband. I couldn't do it. I tried. Like, well, get through five minutes sometimes. Sleep deprivation plus stress plus 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 all the things. Like it does create that. It does right and anger is a secondary emotion, right? That anger is, is, is a accumulation of other feelings coming together, right? Other things coming together. So it makes sense. And so you're, you see this in other men as well, which is why you've transitioned into doing this, not just for yourself, but for other people. So, okay. But, but before we talk about that, let's, let's go back to the moment that you decided to change your life. Like what, what had to happen in order for you to get to this place where you are today? So men are angry because Mm -hmm. they are upset at themselves for Mm -hmm. not following through with Mm -hmm. what they said they were going to do in order to break free we desire freedom. Okay. And what I mean by that is we want to be free from ourselves, from our addictions, from our unhealthiness, from our emotional reactions, from being controlled by other men or 
countries or bureaucracy or jobs or landlords. Like we hate being under the control. Mm. So I wanted to escape. I wanted freedom. I wanted freedom from my anger, but I knew in order to get free from my anger, I had to free myself from the other aspects of my life. Mm. But in the meantime, I needed to learn how to respond even with that tension. That is where superhuman fathers started. So even though you're stressed, even though you're tired, how can I make a better choice? Yes. Okay. Stop trying to fight the turmoil, let it in, accept the fact that this is the way that it is right now. How Love can it. I respond in the chaos? Because yeah. realizing that even when I do free myself from one bondage, another one's coming. And if I can't figure out how to be in control in the moment, then we're always going to have a problem. Well, and and I think the the one of and and tell me what you think about this. One of the highest forms of control is actually surrender, just allowing and accepting what is to be. Yeah. And you know, I, I say this often: like, is this supposed to be happening to me? Should this be happening? Well, if it is happening, yes, it, it just <laughs> is. it doesn't mean you're powerless to change it. Yeah. But it is happening. So now what are we going to do about it? Right. And and it's like, and I, and I don't want to talk in like metaphors, but I'm going to, um, you know, like 10% of life is what happens to you. 90% is you reacting to it too. Right. So it sounds like you've created some systems around changing that. So many for me. Yeah. Okay. So what do you, what, okay. So you you had the insight that, okay, look, I got to just accept what this is. I got to, I got to meet myself where I am right now in this moment with all the expletives that are happening, <laughs> all the stuff and things <laughs> that that's going on in my life. Right. Yeah. And what, what are some of the changes you made and that you tell your clients to make in that, in that moment of chaos, in that, place of chaos this all comes down to discipline okay discipline is a practice and it's okay learned. discipline mm -hmm. yeah. and so you can't just decide to be disciplined you have to learn to be disciplined okay it's come from the core not mm -hmm. a certain section of your life because that's not being disciplined that's gritting your teeth until you can get through to go back to your old ways there has to be an internal change inside you that then affects every aspect of your life every pillar now changes because the man himself has changed this is what i was after so in the beginning it was gritting my teeth i would come yeah. home and i would be full of hate and anger and i would consciously tell myself these are chemicals in my head i i do not want to be how do i say this uh i don't want to be weak i don't want to be a baby man <laughs> okay. right i want to be respected i want to honor and respect myself and when i'm out of control emotionally i'm a giant baby and i i get more angry at myself because it's embarrassing to myself and so when i tell myself this if you act this way, it's only going to get worse. And in, in the end, you have chemicals going in on your head. You're not getting enough sleep. So you're at low dopamine levels. So my awareness of where I'm at starts. Where am I? Low dopamine state. This is going to be tough. Come home. Hug my wife, even though I don't want to, and I'm angry. I say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm in that low dopamine state right now. I mm. love you. I'm going to focus on this. 
when I snap, I'm going to apologize. I'm going to work on it today. She appreciates that so much. Okay, we're in this together, right? But I would force a smile on my face and and be like, we're going to get through this. What I love about that is, uh, is, is, is you're naming where you are. You're saying like, I am agitated. I, and, and maybe you're not using those words. I just like, I'm just, I'm just translating it into my language. So, but what you're yeah. saying is like, I'm in this place where I'm in pain and I am, my internal dialogue is not reinforcing the pain and telling myself all the ways that I'm justified to have this pain. Instead, you're telling yourself, no, actually, scientifically brain brain science wise this is what's actually happening in my brain right now and in order for me to get out of this funk there are things that i can do like give myself a boost of oxytocin which is a hug from my wife right even if i don't like it but you're also speaking in the language of feelings and needs you're saying i am feeling this and i need this right so you're actually you know i, I know you, you you say like i don't want to be a baby man right and i think what you mean by that is like a victim right? I don't want to be yeah. a victim of these yeah. feelings. Perfect. I want to be, I want to own them. I want to be powerful. Yeah. And I want to be an example. But that and doesn't want... mean you can't say I need a hug. Nope. You can do that. But yeah. if, especially when you do that, you're actually being awesome because you're doing what most men won't because they're uncomfortable to do it. So That's... when I attached being uncomfortable emotionally by being open and real and vulnerable to being under the squat rack or being in a, in a MMA fight. Oh, things change now because I love to show how strong I am. I love to show how much weight I can lift, but if you don't attach emotional vulnerability to that same idea as a man, you might be confused and think that a man's supposed to yell and scream and yeah. like in control. And that's actually being out of control, which makes yeah. you weak. The man that can patiently understand where he's at in his head and then act appropriately with love, patience, kindness, service, approachability, connection, like that's a badass. Okay. Okay. I got to say this. Okay. So what I think you're saying, what I hear you saying is like the idea of masculinity is that you're only tough, but what you're saying is actually to be really, to embrace yourself as a, as a man, if I can say it like that, yep. it means that you are willing to feel feelings, yeah. you're willing to admit when things aren't going well. It's not just the physical exertion of force, it's, it's the emotional as well. Yeah, do I have that sort of right? You're hundred percent right. And then, and then you actually are free to be you. Yeah. That's true freedom to be authentically you with all your feelings. It doesn't mean you have the right to hurt other people, to be out of control. That's the point to be in control. But isn't the fear that if you are authentic, that you'll be rejected. That is the fear. And it is the lie, an absolute lie. lie. Okay. Yes. Tell me more about that. So. Like our whole premise is this. Yes, we're talking about the this, the monk side. I have I just put I put this on my arm recently. I have no tattoos. It says oh. warrior monk. Okay, and this is the concept of superhuman fathers that came to me when I woke up one morning and I didn't want to get out of bed and I I could feel just my 
a premonition, my conscience, God, or whatever it was telling me, get up, you warrior monk. And I thought, that's interesting. What is that? So I went into this idea that why is it that I can cry in front of men? I mean, if you watch my stories in the morning, I cry every morning and I show the world every single morning, every morning I go, I, I wake up with those voices in my head. You're not good enough. You're going to fail. Um, you're going to die. They're all going to reject you. I have these same voices, but I know that voice is lies. And then I work through my morning process to get to the point where I hear my true self. Mm. I love you. You're amazing. You're going to do incredible things today. I, and you cross over and you find that gratitude. Now, guess what? You can still be angry. It's okay. But now you're so grateful that now both of these work together to just power you forward. Mm. And so now I'm in this state of just bliss and love. And in order to get to that place, man has to feel strong and powerful. He has to respect himself. If he doesn't respect himself, he can't open up. He can't take the mask off. And so what do we do with our men? Brother, we got to get you to the gym. We got to get you taking care of your body. We got to get your, your nutrition dialed in. You need to look in the mirror and be proud of what you see. Not necessarily the physical outside. That is a byproduct. But you need to be proud of the man that says, I'm going to get up at this time. And he does. I'm going to go to the gym at this time. And he does. I'm not going to eat that anymore. I'm not going to drink that anymore. And he does. Now we're building a trust and a respect for ourselves. Discipline is the currency of self-respect. Hmm. And it can be okay. leveraged to just hmm. love yourself. Hmm. Yeah. And there, there, there's no doubt there's a mind body connection. There's no doubt that when you're, when you're working out, like one, like one thing leads into the other, like you're actually happier. And I think that's the point too. It's like, it feels good. You feel happier. You have an outlet now for that anger and that hatred maybe that you mentioned, right? You have an outlet for that too. Like that's gotta be really therapeutic. It is so much. And and like, like it, when, when a man looks in the mirror, like I just shaved my head and shaved and I've been get I've been on a caloric deficit. So I'm hungry and I love being hungry. It makes me hungry for life. It's very much in every religion. There's fasting, you know, there's sacrifice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes you kind of spiritually hungry to like learn and like understand concepts. I'm just more clear. I look in the mirror and I'm just like, just like proud, man. Like, I'm like, mm. like, how can I be mad? Like, look how blessed I am. Look how much work I've put in. Like, look at this physical body that you built over the course of 15 years, like never missing and just putting so much work in. Like, just proud mm. of that man, you know, and going like, look at the business you built. Look at your beautiful wife and your kids. How can you be mad? Problem is if we're off in anything, the negativity is so powerful that sometimes it just pulls the rug out from under us. And here we are with this blessed life, completely ungrateful and complacent. Well, and that goes back to the way the brain works too. We have a negativity bias, but our brains are programmed for, you know, caveman days, right? They're not for the modern world. So we do have to be aware of that and fight against it. So um, those thoughts will come uninvited and it's up to you whether or not you want to get on. You know, I, I look at it as like a tr literal train of thought that's coming through our, our mind all the time. And you can get, choose to get on that car that says life is the worst. And I'm, you know, I hate my, my situation. I'll never do better, whatever. 
but inside that train car, you don't have to stay there. That's, you don't have to, that, that's not the truth. It's just a thought and you can let it pass by, right? So, okay, so here's what I wanna know. How did this change things for you in terms of your parenting? Because this is what we're all about here. We're all about parenting. So how, how did it change you as a dad? Your kids are 16, 15, 12, eight, and two. So how did it change for you? It was just my bit. The number one thing a dad needs to do is start here, like work on self awareness. This is why we work, folks, on the nutrition. Because if you're thinking about what food you're putting in your mouth, you're in a, a state of awareness. Okay. Or else you'll just snack on stuff. And awareness so, is like presence too, like in this yeah, moment. Like yeah, like you have to be because you're hungry and you want to eat. So you're like, yeah. mm. you're just aware, right? So now you're mm. you're aware, like. Oh, there's my wife. There's my kids. Like I have to, if I get out of this moment, I'm going to just start eating. And so now I'm aware of, especially if you start implanting this in the story and in, in, in your head, mm-hmm. like I'm aware of the energy and the vibration I'm putting out in my home as the leader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, so many men are either angry or apathetic and mm-hmm. non-existent. And they bounce between these two. And when you do that, uh, you're going to get divorced and your kids are going to hate you. And you're never going to build strong relationships or trust with them. And they're never going to respect you. And they're never going to come to you for help because you're not anything positive. You're just a complete dark blob in their life. Most men are this, which is crazy to me, which is why what I do, I understand the importance of it now. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Why, why is that? Why are they either angry or checked out? They've gotten weak. They've gotten weak. <laughs> I don't want to laugh. That's, that's it. They've gotten weak. What that's weak it. in their mind, weak in their body, weak in their. So easy to survive. It's so easy to survive food, mm-hmm. warm showers, warm bed. There's no reason to fight anymore. And so a man doesn't have to go hunt. He doesn't have to go and and protect his family physically. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's no preparing for war. There's just Netflix and Instagram and donuts. And then go to work, blob out, drink some beer. Where's the, the battle these men are fighting? Like, there isn't one. So we have to manufacture it. Mm-hmm. And we have to find purpose. If we don't, mm-hmm. then we die while we're breathing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with the purpose. And you would hope that when you become a dad, that your kids are your purpose, but that doesn't happen. No, a man must have his own purpose in order to be there for his kids. And his purpose is this. I can tell a man his purpose. I don't know my purpose, Kyle. I know your purpose. Your purpose is to become your best self Mm -hmm. for your children and your wife to build your kingdom, to have a healthy body and mind and to get spiritually connected, whatever that means mm. for you. Mm. And every man goes, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> where, where do women fit in? So I only speak with, to men because that's superhuman fathers, right? Yeah. Message is very similar. You know, our concept is we do the most, we need the least ultimate freedom. If I'm here to serve you and I need nothing from you, you have no leverage over me whether you're a a person or an entity or a bureaucracy, I'm here to serve you. I need nothing from you, which means I'm willing to sacrifice whatever it takes for me to continue to be free. 
And so people get mad when I write about as a father, you are there to serve. You require nothing from your wife, nothing from your people. You are only there to serve. And people take that wrong. They think like there's no expectations or boundaries. There's no like there's no needs that you have. But the concept is the same for my wife speaking to the women. And the idea is to outserve each other to where you're absolutely on the same page. This is the concept of a power couple. Like this is why my wife and I crush it so hard is because we've trained ourselves to think about the other person, what they need before ourselves. And so we both have this person in our life that's got our back even before us. Mm. So like if there's a diaper that needs to be changed, like we're fighting over it. The dishes, we're both in there. I got it. I got it. I got it. Like one stupid thing. Like we just, we just moved into this giant house where the hallway is like freaking mile. And uh, my wife's like, she's like, uh, oh, I got to go get some out of the car. And I know like sparks right away. No, that's my job. I will get that out of the car. And it's like, damn, that's a far walk. And it's like dark and they're about to go to bed. It's like such a pain in the ass. But it's like this spark of like when something needs to be done it's your job it's huge so how does that i i get what you're saying i'm picking up what you're putting down and and what about if you have needs and you do need something like you know what it, your needs are based upon your level of ability to suffer and your level of ability to suffer will determine your ability to connect have amazing relationships build massive businesses be creative um, build your body, uh, be lean. So if I can increase my ability to suffer for the purpose of service, then mm -hmm. I can ultimately not need anything, but I get it. We're not all there. We're human. We're imperfect. We mm -hmm. have my goal is to get to the point where I need nothing from anyone and I'm just a ball of light and service. It's mm -hmm. a process. And people say weak. Well, it's not that it's that's kind of the word makes it sound offensive. Mm -hmm. I'm just my management of stress is not to that capacity yet. That's mm -hmm. all right. Hmm. So you do have needs, right? And 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 as a couple, like you got to take care of each other. Yeah. Problem is when one I have a lot of men that step up, okay. I do the most, I need the least. And she's like, cool, I will take all of it. Thank you. Right, right. So this Thanks. is kind of what, yeah, yeah. So here's the only way through this is to set an example and be patient. Mm. There's no other way. You can't compel someone to be a better person. And so you either leave the woman and get divorced or you be patient and stay in the game and say, okay, I love you. And I, I don't require you to change. I accept mm. the way it is now, even for all the hard stuff we're going through right now. If mm. it never changes, I'm here mm -hmm. and I'm going to keep doing my best for you. What gonna... usually happens, yeah. she rises with you. Eventually. Yeah. Well, and that's that energy, right? The, the That we are responsible for the energy we bring to our home. We set the tone. And so if the tone is completely changed and I am in service of you and I just want to make sure you're happy, like you're going to, you can pretty much guarantee that they're going to be like, oh, I better yeah. make sure you're happy because it feels really good when you make me yes. happy. And yes. so there's a reciprocation that eventually will happen. 
but I do see this often, right? Like I, I will see a lot of moms. And so I'm on the mom side of things, right? I love working with moms. I also love working with dads and we are, um, we're recording on a Friday. It's uh, father's day on Sunday. So happy father's day to you, uh, as a superhuman father and, and, and all of the dads. I love dads and I usually work with moms. And what I find is a lot of times it's the moms that want to change and it, and I, I'm going to cringe as I say it. And the husbands are like, no, you're fine. You don't need to change. No, you are, um, you're overthinking this. You're, you're worried about it. You're doing fine. Don't worry. Look at me. Look at how great I turned out. Not my mom never got any help. It's really frustrating because they are in pain and they are just, nope, you're fine. Don't worry about it. What's that about? And that this happens on the other side too. Yeah. You know, what's crazy is like, here's, here's the thing that there's no peak to this mountain. And the only way you're going to feel fulfilled in your life is if you're climbing period. And Mm. so, and this is the concept that they don't understand. Like you're good enough the way you are. Cool. Stop pressing forward and see how you feel in your life. You will die. Mm. You will emotionally and spiritually die. There must be progress and hope. And so Another piece of this is like, as a man, it is my responsibility. And if I'm talking to a woman, guess what? Same, their responsibility Mm -hmm. to provide a hope for a better future Mm -hmm. for everyone they care about in their life. Right. There's a, and and that's the purpose, right? It really comes back to what you're saying with purpose. Yeah. And I, and I just want to say that feels good. Like, let's not forget why we do. It feels good. It feels really good. You're really, really happy. And it makes you happy when you're connected with your kids. It makes you happy when you're connected with your spouse, right? No matter what, like we're wired for that connection. We need it. Plus you're getting tons of oxytocin and that's the love and the happiness chemical, right? So this all feels really good. So I can see what you're saying I can see what you're saying. I really can. And some of the results that these men have, oh my goodness, just on the physical side of things, let me just say, it looks really pretty good. It looks pretty good. As a wife, like you see your husband do that. You're like, well, and then they're saying, you haven't seen anything yet, baby. Like this gets, like he's making to go home and tell my wife, he's like, you haven't seen anything yet. You know, the hope that happens in their lives, like this, they've been stuck forever. Like they're married to this trash bag of a man that won't make any moves that drinks every night and yells and screams. And all of a sudden he's being patient and loving and he's making moves. His body's changing. He just doubles his income. They're moving into a new house. It's like, you just created hope for a better future. And really that's all a wife wants. If she can, she can, she can hang and go through some hard stuff. If she knows that you're creating a pathway out, then it's a great adventure together. Hmm. I love it. I love it. So you combine the mindset, the physical, the nutrition and the relationship together. Yep. And business. Like that's part and, of it too. And right? business. Yeah. You're going to sell more, build more, create more, lead better when you're a better person. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. So therefore you become superhuman, a that's superhuman it. father, if you will. That's it. And every day, our concept is every day's day one. I haven't earned anything, zero, even leading this movement. Like I have to either, I have to live the message that I teach or at least speak the truth that I'm living. And sometimes the truth I'm living 
is embarrassing and I screw up and I got to tell the men. Yeah. Well, and that's true strength and courage. Like that's courageous, right? And that's oh, not so weak. hard. It's courageous. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, look, this is not a conversation that I've ever had before. And um I appreciate it. I appreciate you being able to um to to articulate this in a way. Um, and I'm careful too, you know, I, 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 but I understand what you're saying and I, and I love what you're saying. And, um, I've look, I'm going to just say, I've been on my own health journey myself and, you know, I, I, compared to a year ago, I feel so much better. Um, I've lost a bunch of weight and, you know, like, look, it, it's, and it's not just about the external, it's about the internal yeah. and that's really what matters. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kyle, I just want to say thank you for being here so much. Um, you can find Kyle at superhumanfathers.com. You're um, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, you're on TikTok. You've got tons of posts and lots to say. And I just invite you to check him out. Like just have a look at what he has to say. He has a beautiful wife as well. Warrior Mom Fitness is, is what she does. And you've got those five kiddos. And look, that's no joke, right? <laughs> five kids. One of them is two. Uh, I couldn't imagine having a two-year-old while also having a 16-year-old. So I just don't, I don't know. I don't know how you do it, but clearly you're doing something right. So thank you so much. Any last words you want to share with us before we go? All I, all I would say is uh, if there's men listening, obviously women too, but you can get out of the slump you're in. Mm. Like you believe that you truly can. It usually you have to put forth some effort and press against the wall for a while mm. until it breaks through. And so don't quit. You have to keep pushing and eventually it'll just open up for you. But mm. people quit too soon. And yeah. what you want will cost you more in effort and sacrifice in money and all of it. It'll cost 10 times more than you think. And so just keep pushing. So true. Oh my gosh. And you're already uncomfortable. So this is just a different uncomfortable. That's going to get you so much more happiness, so much more joy, so much more connection, health, vitality, purpose, all of the things that we all want. Love it. Thank you so much, superhuman father, Kyle. I love it so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. And if you're enjoying this podcast, I would love it if you would share it with someone who you think needs to hear this message too. And please don't forget to subscribe. And if you like my work, I would be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. And if you like my content and want more, please visit my site, parentingforconnection.com, where you can find out more about my coaching, my courses, and all things parenting. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace, connection, and joy.